Welcome to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show helps founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. What's for season three? This season is for creators and creatives in the digital economy. Let's start learning in three, two, one. Hi, guys, and welcome to Wicked Thoughts. I have here my guest for today, Mr. Andy Graziosi. So Andy here, my special guest, um, he's actually in Germany right now, but he's really good with speaking in Tagalog. Did I get that right, Andy? <laughs> uh, it's like uh, pressure's on. No, that's uh, uh, Hindi. That's, just, that's not accurate. No. Um, <laughs> see, my, my Tagalog correct is not me. Good. Feel free to correct me. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ako. Yeah. So no, not really. You're but getting there. Thanks, thanks for for the compliment, though. <laughs> yeah. So just for the guys here listening in and um, watching this video, Andy here, he actually helps men just like you. For the guys here listening, unleash your confidence and reach your fullest potential, so that you can date your dream woman. My uh, my goal. Sorry. His goal for you is to overcome your insecurities around and become a force to be reckoned with. Oh, deba. So, Andy, ayon, I was able to read some of your bio, but I would like for you to introduce yourself to our listeners here at Wicked Thoughts. Yeah, so I think that summarizes quite well. So, my tagline is that I help men to unleash their confidence and become the man that women love. And that's basically what I do because I used to be kind of that kind of guy who used to be very not confident with women and uh, <laughs> just not understanding women at all. And so, you know, when you don't understand women at all, you have a lot of insecurities. You don't know how to talk to them. Uh, you overthink too much. You say and do the wrong things. You turn sure. women off, right? Uh, all of these things that that was typically me for the first <laughs> 28 years of my life. You know, typical mm-hmm. beta male kind of man. Uh, and had to kind of transform myself into an alpha male and learn to understand how the women actually function <laughs> because I never gave it any thought. And yeah, I, I, you know, I transformed myself. I saw, wow, this is actually, you know, all of this knowledge works. You can actually transform yourself and have success with women. And you can mm-hmm. actually have success without it being hassle or without it being like weird games or without it being, you know, some, some you know, all of these like strategies and all that bullshit. You know, you can just be very authentic, just be yourself, and then you can just attract the woman that you want to be with. And yeah, I think every man should have that mindset. They should, you know, my book is called Unleash the King Within. Right? I think every man should see that they're a king. Because once you see that you are a king, once you really value yourself, then women are going to value you. And so that's what I help men to do, to value themselves and to go for the women that they typically don't go for. Right? So a lot of men have the problem that they True. don't go for women who they think are out of their league. Essentially, right? But yeah, and this really topic like that. Oh, oh, and this topic is really interesting for me to the point that when you posted on your Facebook, because we're friends over at Facebook, maybe because like you know, we're all we're both part of the startup community. I know you, you mentioned that you were doing work as well for startups here in the Philippines. And when I saw your post that you were actually writing a book, like the whole process of it, I saw that you posted like some drafts and some photos, right? And hmm. you know, I reached out to you and I said, Hey, when you publish it, I said, like, I want to be able to read your book as well. And I have the copy here with me for you guys who don't know, um, like like what Andy said, he actually wrote this book, right? So the title of this book is Unleash the King Within. Okay, so guys, if you want to take a look at this, it's actually on Amazon because I know we're in the Philippines and then the only way we can read books off of Amazon is like, through Kindle, right? So, uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, just some context. Um, when Andy posted this, I really DM him. I told him, do you have a review copy? Because I want to read this. It's actually for men. But as a woman myself, I wanted to understand like how Andy thinks as a coach, right? As, as a men's coach, how, how, how it goes from their end. Because these, um, these things for me are not just like confidence building for for men but for women to understand men as well and in the context of business because of course this is supposed to be a business podcast for me the lessons that you actually 
can pick up from the book can be applied to business as well. Sure. What do you think, Andy? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you can. So basically, the book is about confidence, right? Right. At the end right. of the day, it's of course it's with a dating context. So I always come back to you know specific dating situations. But mm-hmm. for example, in my book, it's quite interesting. I have a lot of references in my book. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, which are actually about trading. Which again seems completely unrelated, but it's the same thing. It's about principles of confidence, right? And you can right. apply these principles to everything: to business, to dating, to trading, to um, whatever. I don't know. You know, your passion and so on, right? It's all about confidence, right? So these principles kind of can be applied in most cases. You know, fundamentally everywhere. Of course, there's differences. You know, obviously, <laughs> women have their own <laughs> unique challenges compared to businesses, but. Overall, you know, it's the same principle, right? Yeah, agree. And I actually haven't read all of the book yet. Like I said, I think I mentioned to you that I started reading at the end of it. Um, that's how I usually read my books. Like I want to know what happens at the end first, hmm. just so there's no surprises. <laughs> like <laughs> some some days you like surprises, but there are some days like you don't want to be surprised. So in this case, like. I don't want to be surprised. I want to know what happens at the end. Like, is the girl, is the boy going to get the girl, and how does that happen? So mm. I was like, I'm gonna start reading at the end, and that's what I did. Um, but I actually, yeah, it's a weird one, but yeah, it works for me. And I actually posted about your book like some, I think, some weeks ago. Yeah, a week ago, definitely. And then I shared to my friends over at Facebook if they wanted. A, a review copy as well like there were women who answered and then they were curious as to what the book is all about so it's not just me some other women out there are actually interested about this book like unleash the king within what does that mean but hmm. before that probably andy can you share like how did you come up with with this book the book idea itself like the process of writing this book i, I that's probably the wicked thought that i want to hear yeah. from you yeah the process of this book um It's like gonna be very. This is gonna be very hugot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there! I want to hear that. <laughs> so, how did I come up with the book? So, about mm, it's been quite a while now. Maybe three years ago or something like that. Three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. I had this really bad breakup of a girl, oh, and uh, I, I, that, it was, it really hurt quite bad. Like, uh, you know, she was, she was like, was she know, long term? I mean, we were together for two years but you know ultimately the time doesn't really matter right it's just how you feel about the person yeah yeah so yeah it was a pretty bad breakup and then uh, what happens quite often is you want the girl back of course mm-hmm. um and uh, so back then i was totally not into personal growth at all like mm-hmm. not at all um so i i haven't read any personal growth books ever until then so if you mm-hmm. you know i had one of my co-workers back then at solario maybe you know that startup in the philippines Yep. Yeah. Uh, he, he used to read "Awaken the Giant" within from Tony Robbins, and I was like, "What the hell is this? Can I can I say bad words here? I don't know in your podcast." Oh yeah, you can. You can. And, uh, I'm like, <laughs> what, what the you know like, like "Awaken the Giant" within? What the hell is this shit? You know, like this was me back then, basically, right? So mm-hmm. totally, totally not in a personal growth. But so then I wanted to win the girl back, and I was crazy about personal growth. I read like, like one, sometimes even two books in a day, audiobooks. So I listen to audiobooks typically because mm-hmm. um, it's more time. And, you know, it's yep, yep. better for multitasking. Faster. So I was, too. I was yeah. crazy about. I read so many books, like literally hundreds, and I read most of them ten times. Mostly just dating books. So I read all of these books, and you know, obviously with with the intent to win the girl back, which never happened. Um, <laughs> but in the process, uh, it's like I had these moments where I think I had this revelationary moment one time when I was in Bali, where this was this one woman. I talk about this in my book actually. Where there was this incredibly attractive woman in a bar, and like she she grabbed my phone and she entered her phone number into my oh yeah my... I read that part yes 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 and then, <laughs> yeah so it was it was like a total mind fuck for me so you know like it used to be the typical shy guy who can talk to any woman especially not to a highly attractive woman and this woman was like legit I would say at least to me of course it's, it's subjective the most attractive woman in the entire bar she was just like you know stunning. And she grabs my phone and she enters the phone number and I'm, I, I'm. I hope I didn't, you know, keep my mouth open like, what the fuck, you know? Because I was like, what the fuck happened? And so anyway, so at that moment, I realized, wow, all of these things, you know, all of this reading about personal growth and actually applying it, there's actually results, you know, not just small results, but actually meaningful, impactful results that are, you know, 
unimaginable, that, that would have been unimaginable for me two years ago, right? And so I was like, well, I felt that I used to be a very fucked up person. <laughs> so I thought, okay, if I- What does you know, that mean? <laughs> you know, co codependencies, insecurities, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, these kind yeah. of things, you know, childhood issues, this kind of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I realized, well, if I can change, anyone can change. So then I started writing the book and, you know, then, then it's the ironic part of this about the book. The book is about confidence. Hmm. Then you then you start to feel not confident about writing a book. <laughs> it's oh. very ironic. I, I talk about this somewhere in the book as well. I talk about fears and you know that 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 hmm. block, you know, that barrier that we have when we don't want to get something done. You know, we hold ourselves back. So anyway, that's how I kind of got started. I started writing over time. It really took quite a while. Like it probably took me over one and a half years to write the book. And quite frankly. You could probably have written the book. I could have written the book in three months, but it's like that. Mm. You hold yourself back and you, you stare at blank pages and it's just. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like just, the blank canvas dilemma, right? Like blank. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they said. I think it was Van Gogh. I'm not sure, but I used this one on our pitch deck as well. Like when you're faced with a blank canvas and like mm -hmm. it's like it's like staring you right in the face and telling you that it's mocking you and telling you that you can't do anything. I'm blank. Yeah. Right, but, so. but, but I, I learned something from that process as well. It's so, you know, I, I think whenever you do something new, there's always something that you didn't expect how hard it is. Um, writing mm -hmm. a book was the same thing, but ultimately it always comes down to the same thing, I think, for your, mm -hmm. you know, how, how you, what you believe about what you're doing, right? So right. I, I, really, I really noticed this. I really was, I'm, I'm very self-aware. I try to be very self-aware. And so while I was writing mm -hmm. this book and looking at the blank canvas, I was very aware that all of these thoughts are already in here. I just don't want to put them down because I think they're probably not good or there's like, you know, no, nah, maybe I need to phrase it differently. So, you know, like everything is already in here. That's what I'm saying. I could right. have written the book mm. in two months probably, but then you hold yourself back and you ask yourself all of these questions. Nah, maybe this should go somewhere else or maybe this isn't fit or maybe someone won't like that or maybe it's going to offend someone or maybe right. whatever, you know? So all of these things, how you hold yourself back, you know, it's the same with business, obviously, right? I mean, writing a book is basically also launching a business. No different from opening a Sari Sari store or, um, it is. or you know. Or launching a startup. Podcast. That's what we're doing yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. the same things that hold you back. It's like, like what you said, it's like right in your head. You just don't get to execute it because of the things that you ask yourself, whether is this good enough, right? Or is this the right time? And... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the right time, how did you know that it's the right time to, to launch your book, like to start writing it and like really share your story, um, share it to other men? Because I know like you wrote this book, but you also have coaching for men as well. Yeah. Right? So, so the, the way how I knew that I would write this book is, well, yeah. you know, a typical thing that you need in business, you need a lead magnet, right? Or you need a, you need like a, right, right. you need like a, like a, it's called a tripwire, right? Or like it's uh -huh. a basic, basic product that's very cheap, you know, mm. that, that gets people hooked, right? So you can then sell them up later, right? So I was like, right. okay, I, I wanted to write a book anyway. And, um, you know, it's kind of an authority thing, you know, it's, it's good for your authority to get yourself out mm. there. It really helps, right? So I just knew, okay, I need this. I need to, I need to have one of these typical lead magnets or like a, you know, mm -hmm. like a core product that I can just have out there, you know? They call um, it the lost leader as well, right? I'm, I'm not sure if I, lost I have the, yeah, it's called the lost leader. Like you're okay. okay that this goes out for the purpose of getting them into your, your coaching exactly. business. Yeah. Baba. So, mm -mm. so that's correct. So I'm actually thinking right now I sell it through Amazon and Kindle and it's going to be also available in the Philippines soon. But I'm also considering to soon switch it up to make it actually available for free as well. And then obviously mm -hmm. newsletter sign up and then, you know, try to turn yeah, those. Like gather emails. Leads, no. Right. No. Um, same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, you have like a very cheap product or almost or free product. Right. And then you use mm -hmm. that to sign up people or get interest. And then what I'm working on right now, for example, is the next product um, mm -hmm. or well, two things that I'm working on right now is one YouTube channel and then same thing, the YouTube channel and the book, they're supposed to funnel people into either mm. my coaching program or my online course, which I'm working mm. on right now, right? which are much, much more expensive than my book. They're like <laughs> 10 times more expensive, basically, right? Yeah. Actually, not 10 times, 20 times, so. Oh, gosh. 
Are people gonna be able to afford that? Especially the guys here in the Philippines. I'm not sure, but you know, um, uh, pursuing is worth it. <laughs> so, so I've been actually thinking about this literally right before a call. Uh, I, I always think about things in the shower. Um, so, you know, like I said earlier, I'm stuck in Germany right now. I've been stuck in Germany yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID. But, um, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to be back in the Philippines hopefully by, I think, latest September. Mm. And, um, oh, this year? I thought you yeah. were going to be flying over like 2022. Pa. No, I mean, I've, I've, I've lost hope kind of, but it, the, <laughs> the German situation with, with the vaccination is becoming quite good, actually. So the oh, good, good. are that almost everybody, I think everybody should have their first shot in September. So, mm. you know. That means that by September, maybe October, I should probably ha- be vaccinated. So that means by that time, I can hopefully be back. So anyway, I was thinking, um, yeah, I, I want to do workshops as well. I used to do start, you know, like design workshops and all that stuff. Tech, you oh, know, like we, yeah. you know, I, used to be, I used to be a techie, a startup guy, right? So I used to do, <laughs> do X workshops. I, I held a, a product management meetup in the Philippines called Product BH. You know, so I, I really kind of indulge in this kind of stuff, like events. Right now, of course, it's kind of tough with COVID, but I want to do events in the Philippines when I get back. Oh, for sure. it would be fun. Yeah. But, but you know, what you asked is, okay, can people afford it? Well, so first of all, I definitely obviously have to adjust my pricing for the Philippines. You know, I have to make it affordable for people. Um, yeah. But I, but I think one thing that I learned for myself is, um, this is a general business thing that I think is very important that people have to learn, whether you're a freelancer or you're trying to build a startup, you know, or a small company, whatever it is, you know, whether it's something mm-hmm. big or something small, um, you have to learn to accept that, you know, you shouldn't price yourself too low because the people yeah. who, who want a small price, they can't afford it. So they're, you know, every time they make a purchasing decision, decision they are, you know, they're overthinking everything, right? But mm-hmm. there's always someone who can afford what you can do, right? So for mm-hmm. example, for me with coaching, what my coaching sessions, I don't know what is it in peso, it sounds expensive. It is expensive actually. <laughs> $500 for a one hour call. And that is, that's a lot, you know, that's, I mean, yeah, even, yeah. even 25,000 even here, mm-hmm. yeah, even for international standards, that's quite a lot. Right. Um, but then even that is technically not yet the highest, what some coaches charge for dating coaching. You know, there's some who charge mm. $1,000 plus for an hour, you know, and that's kind of a mindset that you should actually embrace, you know, because there are always people who can afford what you're offering people. And the thing is, you know, if you price yourself higher, you know, then you need less clients to make more money. And, Ooh, then, yeah. and then you can serve more people actually because, because you make more money and it costs you less effort and less time, you can then use that time to serve more people, right? right. So whatever mm-hmm. product you're building, imagine if you're a freelancer and you always jump from one client to another, right? And they pay you almost nothing. You can never grow, you can never, you know, you know, uh, increase what you're offering new products or hire more designers to work for your company, for your agency. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you don't price yourself high enough, I agree. you don't really, you don't do yourself a service and you also don't do other people a service. Agree. Agree. And going back to the process, I started asking you about the book and then what's your end game for all of this. So that's me starting at the end again. <laughs> I want to see like the, the whole picture, like where you're going with this. And I understand like it's a loss leader. The book is a loss leader. Um, it's like a lead magnet as well, like you mentioned, and then going towards offering other products and eventually the coaching services and the, the mentoring sessions that you have with yeah. your with the men who need to read this book. For sure, there's a lot of them there. I mean, it's dating. Come on, guys. You need these tips for for sure. Especially now in the middle of the pandemic where um, you don't get to play your game because <laughs> you don't get to be around people. Come on, like we're always in front of a Zoom screen and, you, you know, our phones. <laughs> what? You, you can, you what can am still, I missing? You can still <laughs> go on virtual dates, for example. Okay. Oh, then, yeah, I'm going to ask you about that later on. But going back to your book again, because I'm really interested in your process. You, you, you posted on Facebook like photos and then like you have drawings inside here. They're really pretty, huh? Like I like Thanks. it. Yeah, like, yeah it's uh, really nice. Oh. An, an Indonesian illustrator did that great job. Oh, you have an illustrator for this. Like yeah. for sure, I, I could, they charge really high. <laughs> no, he actually did not charge high, surprisingly. So 
Uh, I, I did nice, huh? Oh. I did tip him extra actually. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. Very good stuff. Um, yeah. I I I wanna hire like really expensive guy soon, probably with the next edition, because I have this pack and it needs to just be exactly that pack. There's this guy, but he's super expensive. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you had the idea, you had an illustrator, and then you said that the process was really long for you, like one and a half years. I mean, what other struggles did you come up, uh, like, face just to release this book? I know you were looking for, like, um, people who would print, like, printers, right? That's one of your hmm. challenges as well. Like, so, so many challenges. I mean, obviously, the first challenge was um, writing the book, obviously. And then yeah. after writing the book, fixing the book as well, you know, copywriting, there's editing. so many things, mm-hmm. um, editing, also, re- re- I think that the, the hardest part actually about, I mean, so I think the mentally challenging part is writing a book, you know, like when you create a product or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, you you have like this imposter syndrome, right? That's like the mental, <laughs> mentally challenging part, like, ah, oh, I can do this, or can I do this, or is this good enough, blah, 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 this kind of stuff, right? Oh, well. the same thing with dating, right? Oh, can I talk to her? I don't know, you know, mental block. Um, <laughs> I love how you relate that again to dating. <laughs> um, and then, and then you have the other block or the other challenge, which is launching. Right, like just because you built a product or you created something, doesn't mean that people just will buy it, right? So, yeah. Um, I already knew when I launched when I was gonna launch it. You know, like, like you always, of course, always try to be very optimistic, like, oh yeah, it's gonna be out, and like, yeah, I'm gonna sell my book, you know. But but <laughs> I, I knew I was realistic, you know. Yeah, that's what I want, but. Realistically, I know probably I'm going to launch it and then there's going to be like crickets, like nothing's going to happen. And, you know, so what happened? Exactly that happened. Crickets, you know, nothing happened. No, no sales, nothing. And, you know, the funny thing is, even though I mentally prepared myself for that, of course, you know, you still want the other outcome. You, know, you still want. Of course, right? right? And, and you, <laughs> you still feel bummed out, even though, you know, like there's no way that you just launch your book and it's just going to sell, you know, just not going to happen. So. So I think the hard part is really also marketing. And it's the same thing for any product or any business. Again, I think marketing is just, at least for me, um, wait, is your company strictly marketing? I think it's... Oh, yeah, we're know, strictly right? social media marketing. That's yeah. our forte. Yeah. So, so that and is my, ma- my oh, activity, oh. basically. That's my weakness. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> totally. So, you know, for a guy like me, uh, this kind of stuff is horrible. Because when I think about ads and, and all this stuff and like, Creating whatever. Oh, you should have told me. Ad. It could have helped you with your launch, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. I mean, I'm, I'm also just like, it's, it's a good and a bad thing. Are I'm you, a very competitive I, guy. I always try to get stuff done myself. Oh, so. I, I'm curious though, like, because uh, I know like for me, when I launch, for example, like new features for a startup, because we're working on Content Dash right now, right? Yep. Um, whenever we have features, I'm not like the the type who like makes it really like big one-time big time launch i prefer like little launches and then just do announcements as you go along yeah. i'm not sure if you're you're also like that but i prefer it that way like no for sure you know, M- like MVP, soft right? selling. Yeah. So, so so my book actually my when i released my book i honestly considered it as an mvp so for anyone who doesn't know what MVP yeah is, right exactly minimum yeah. viable product right so i felt like it's not ready quite frankly <laughs> but i was like well fuck it you know like like ship it. <laughs> there's, there, there's no point in just delaying it. Uh, no. It would be better to just. It would be literally better to release it. Realize it's maybe there's something bad about it, or people don't want to buy it, or figure out the ad strategy, and no. then you know if something goes wrong with it, launch a second version, or you know delist the old book and just publish a new one, right? So instead of instead of spending another half year, you know, to just write Imagine. and write and write, what's yeah. the point, right? So. You know, it's much better to just get it out, have an MVP, learn from it, right? I have the same mindset. I try to have the same mindset with launching what I do, right? So what is the smallest effort where you can say, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is probably, it's not perfect in my mind, but it's mm. very likely already much better than what a lot of other people do, right? And once right. you're at that yeah. age, that's already all, all you need, right? And, and reality, I totally understand, yeah, because you're also a product manager. That's what we do. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's where I'm coming from, right? So you have to ship small things, right? Small features, yeah. incremental launches, right? So I think if I wouldn't have worked in product and wouldn't have, you know, embraced that that agile mindset, what we call it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Then I would have never had that, you know, that 
drive to just get it out there and experiment with it and see like mm, yeah whatever you know if it, if it works out then it works out if it doesn't work out then um yeah whatever and you know so i launched my book and has it worked out well it's an okay start it's it's much better than a lot of other people it's much worse mm -hmm. than i would hope it to be though um but you know it's like it's a step somewhere right and it's better than not taking a step at all right Oh, oh, totoo. And when I posted about it, I was actually surprised that you're not looking for reviews. I was like, but I wanted people to put reviews. <laughs> right, right. Is that something like a like no, some so, strict so, so, rule from Amazon? I'm not sure. Yeah, so basically, I mean, you can get reviews from friends and stuff like that. That's, that's also one of the hard parts about launching a book, by the way, at least on Amazon. I mean, uh, reviews right. in general are a problem. Because, you know, mm -hmm. statistically, I think it's probably less than 10% of people give reviews. So, you know, mm -hmm. you have to do the math. If you have 10 sales, it could be that you have zero right. reviews, right? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Amazon is quite strict. You know, they want to make sure that it's not a fake review, right? Like, so, mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, here, here's five, $5, give me a review. Or here's the book, and you have to give me a review, right? Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be forced. It basically needs to be, they just want to make sure it's a genuine review, right? They want to yeah, organically uh, broad, done. basically, mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot of authors, for example, that do this thing called review swapping, where they just launch their book and then they're like, ah. hey, you, you review, review my book and I review your book. But, you know, Amazon can actually figure that stuff out, you know, because they know, they okay. Do? Yeah, I mean, you're an author, you're an author. Huh, conveniently, <laughs> you Chasing both gave that. each other a review. An right? algorithm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So it, it doesn't always happen, but I, I just don't think, you know, when you launch a business, I'm not a fan of, you know, um, yeah, bad hacks or like uh, unethical hacks. You know, I think you should try to get things done the right way, you know, and, and without yeah, organically. Cheat. Don't cheat the honestly. system. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. Yeah. So, eto question What's your favorite, I know, like, part of your book dito like from all the chapters that you wrote ano yung pinaka like you put all in talaga your your genuine emotions like who got all of the who got which of this these chapters ba gosh um, for I, you I, like the best for you um so i i think the book gets better on the second half I, actually i want to mm. rewrite some parts of the first first third on uh, the first yeah, a third of the book or the first two first three chapters. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I feel like I want to rewrite a little bit of it eventually on a second edition. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely the second part. So the 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 book is kind of structured like basic introduction to attraction, right? right? Yeah. Then yeah. it goes into second part. Okay. Um, why are we actually afraid of rejection? All that stuff, right? And how can you grow as a man to become the man who's not afraid of you know dealing with rejection and talking to women? And then the third part is once you actually got the girl. Keep the girl. What are you right? gonna do? So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, how do you make sure that the relationship stays? Um, I, I think the most who got for me, or or where the most emotions went into, is the last part of the book, the keeping the girl. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I I I lost that girl that I loved so much, and you know that didn't work out. And um, yeah, I, I think this was like the most important part for me, also, just as a man, to learn about how to maintain healthy how relationships, to keep. how to keep, right. how to keep the, the you know the, the special one. Um, not a soulmate. I don't believe in soulmates. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Why? <laughs> Doesn't no, happen, because, right? No, it's it's a bullshit mentality. Um, I talk about this in the book. It's called people call this destiny destiny mentality that you're destined to meet that one person who will fix all your problems, who will be right for you. But that's not how it is. You know, you have to become the person who's right for that person. You have to transform yourself into that person, and same vice versa. She or he has to transform herself into the right person for you. And then once you meet each other, it's not like you're gonna, you know, everything's gonna magically work out, right? So people always have that misconception that, you know, things just have to be perfect. But statistically, based on social, you know, science and studies and, you know, very popular um, relationship therapists or marriage counselors, it's just not gonna happen. Like any marriage or any long-term relationship, there's always struggles. It's impossible to date someone where you don't have these Any problems, yeah, yeah. So soulmates just don't exist. It's just, it's just that thing that we, you know, we're told by the media. To romanticize and, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like Walt you know. Disney and all that. Like bringing that exactly. into our minds is early. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's full of, full of shit. You know, so. yeah, BS for sure. Um, 
you know, of course, there are people who, you know, naturally feel more like there's a connection, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we all want that. And, and of course, that exists. But everything's work, right? And so, yeah, I, I think I, I just embrace very much with the book. And I think this is the part that I like the most about the book, um, that I really emphasize the need for being authentic and being authentic with yourself, that you need to, you know, look at the things that you don't like about yourself. Because if you don't look at the things that you don't like about yourself, how can you become a better man who then can attract a much better woman, right? It's not possible. So, you know, mm -hmm. I think it's very important. And, and I think a lot of dating books um, do the opposite, you know, um, a lot of red pill books. I, I think you mentioned this, that you don't really yeah, like the yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I don't want to bash the red pill mentality or, or men going their own way because they have some truths behind it as well, actually. It's just, yeah, you know, they that they're, they're, they, they just go into this very extreme of like, oh, you know, me alpha, me, me, me alpha, alpha. Be, be strong, you know, like, you know, it's just like, be, be a total dick and then, you know, you're gonna, you get, you know, uh, wait, can I say this? You know, be a total dick and then you're gonna get all the pussy, basically, you know, um, <laughs> which, you know, sure, there is some scientific uh, truth behind that, but, you know, there's a lot more to... Maybe before, caveman well, days and all. No, it, it's still relatively accurate, but it's just not the whole part of the puzzle, you know, um, mm -hmm. and so a lot of that real pill stuff is about, you know, avoiding introspection basically you know mm -hmm. um and just blaming a lot of stuff on the other gender basically right and you know if you always project away from others so that you don't have to look at yourself like you, you know you can read as much red pill bullshit as you want you're never gonna get the chicks you know so yeah like when you are in the battlefield it's gonna it's gonna change like it's not theory anymore it's application so maybe like um this is supposed to be like a, a, a an interview of someone who's really a pro in coaching men, right? For dating. Like, what are some top tips that you can share? I know you've mentioned a lot on your book, but something that perhaps no one asked you about. I'm curious. Okay. I mean, this is ironic because right now we talked about men going their own way. Um, and I would actually say probably the most important tip is go your own way. <laughs> so, so what I mean with go. that is... Um, now, I'm not saying go your own way like, you know, the men going their own way movement does it as in like, okay, screw women. I'm like, women are piece of shit or like they just betray you or they just take your money when you have divorced, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is yeah, the yeah. their own way movement, right? And sure, there's some truth behind that, you know, like there's some problems with divorce and all that stuff. But um, yeah. what, I'm, what I mean more with that is, you know, stop focusing so much on women, basically, you know? Uh, a lot of men, focus most men, yourself, right? focus on yourself, but most men, they do the opposite. You know, they focus so much on, um, you know, how can I get this woman? You know, who do mm. I need to be? Um, how do I need to be for her? And yeah, of course it's normal. We all want to be, you know, liked, especially by the other gender, by the person that we want to date. Right. But you shouldn't compromise your own needs, your own desires, your own values, your own beliefs for that. Right. And right. so a lot of guys, they do exactly that. I think this is probably the, the biggest um, problem just out there with men in general. There's a, there's a very famous book written about this actually called No More Mr. Nice Guy. So if you never read this mm. book, super, it's like one of those life-changing books any man needs to read. Um, it's by this therapist who talks a lot about this. He works a lot with codependent men. Mm. And, you know, like he talks about this problem that most men, they try to please women and they try to please women at all costs. And I definitely used to be like that as well, same. And this is kind of, this is a huge problem. This is just, you know, we're kind of doormats. We let women just walk all over, over us, basically, you know? And uh, to give you an example, what's the co most common thing that happens in dating with, with men for women, right? So you, you chat with a woman on Tinder or whatever, or Bumble, you're dating up, and I apologize for the telephone sound if it's loud. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, um, you know, you, you talk with some girl, now obviously we have COVID, but, you know, in the past, it would have happened that, you know, you might talk to a girl, you're having a good conversation, whatever, and then you're about, you say, okay, let's go on a date, and then what happens? Do you know what happens? What happens? Oh, okay, I was just testing you, maybe you would, maybe you would know. Um, well, the girl I do know, but... <laughs> the girl flakes on you, you know, she's like, uh, she comes up with some total crap Excuses, right? Mm, why she yeah, can't yeah. make it. Like, uh, you know, I had this, I was actually, when I was in the pool, I matched with this girl and uh, <laughs> she flaked she on me and she was like, like, um, 
something like, uh, oh, I, my, my grandmother is sick, my Lola is sick or something like that. I have to take care of my Lola. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, come on, you know. Like, <laughs> but, but, you know, back in, back in the day, I would have been like, oh, yeah, okay, your Lola is sick. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Let's, we can reschedule, blah, 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 you know, like, and then, like, try to please her again, you know, and like, okay, try to figure out, okay, how to get this to work. When's but, the next, know, yeah. But that, but that never works because if a person is not interested in you, you know, they already treat you bad or not with respect or don't give you attention. And then you try to give them more attention. You, you give them the right. stuff that they already don't appreciate about you. Like, that's not going to achieve more. It's just, you're just giving the same stuff that they already don't like, that they don't wanna, want, that they don't appreciate. So why would they, you know, change their strategy and treat you differently, you know, if you do repeat the same thing again, right? So women pleasing, it's just a huge problem for men, you know. Um, always, That's true. Oh, we, we, so we forgive women actually too much, you know, like this kind of stuff. Like you faking. do, really. Like, like a, a guy would never, I mean, we would They say like if you reach, like, sorry to cut you off, like, like if you reach like two excuses from women, like you better stay away. That's what they said. Like, yeah, I mean, she gives it, you, yeah. Exactly. So, so. Once I'm like, yeah, okay, let's see. Maybe, maybe something will happen. You never know, right? People can get busy or whatever. You know, shit happens. Cool. Yeah, shit that part back, too. You know? And you know, if it happens, don't don't freak out and don't become a weak, weak, needy bitch. And you know, like, uh, just like, yeah, okay, fine. You know, like, you just say like, yeah, okay. Uh, when are you free? How about well, whatever next Thursday? And then you know, you play the ball over to their side, and if they don't reciprocate, then you're like, okay, there's another girl. You know, yeah, next. Um, next, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, um, don't be so much, um, super important. And yeah, respect yourself more, right? Like, like, I, like I just wanted to say, um, how often do you think does it happen that a guy flakes on a woman? It's mm -hmm. quite rare. I mean- Really, just, are you sure? Yeah, I, I mean- think there's so, a lot of like guys who will flake on women, like especially uh, if women are like more straightforward. Like there are a lot of women like that, right? Like they take the lead into the dating. Like, well, if, what if do you think, think about that? Yeah. Well, I think that's, I wouldn't call this, I mean, is that rare? Not, I'm not sure what you're referring to, but I think you're referring to the problem that um, there are a lot of men who feel insecure about women who have strong personalities. And yes. Have, uh, yeah. I think that's what, where I'm going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I call this flaking. I would rather call this, um, yeah, just insecurity and being, being turned off by insecurity. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it can result in flaking, obviously, as well. Um, yeah, but I think it's it's more about that um, insecurity that we men we typically always, uh, you know, no matter how much, you know, no matter how much society changes with, um, you know, women being more empowered. Um, if you look at scientific studies, maybe you've heard of this. I talk about this a little bit, bit, bit briefly in the book. Um, there's this thing called evolutionary theory, right, which suggests that women just naturally, biologically Sweet. want to. <laughs> want to have a strong man, right? So physically, yeah, yeah, also emotionally, yeah. financially, right? And so even though, you know, women are more, become more empowered and they earn more, um, this study has not been disproven basically. So it still, huh. still holds true. So, you know, if a woman sees, you know, even, even if a very, you know, um, very savvy businesswoman who makes a lot of money sees two types mm -hmm. of men, right? And one man is, you know, the average guy, he's super hot, but he's, you know, pretty average with business and like not so confident social status wise. Then there's the other guy, he's not that attractive, but he has a lot of social status and he has a business, you know, he, you know, he got his social circle and all that stuff is, you know, high status. She's going to choose that guy. Um, more value. For more sure. value. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so men are the opposite. We are actually, we don't care about the social status. We just oh. care about the So, huh. um, yeah. So, you know. Um, so this stuff doesn't change, right? Um, so these dynamics just don't change. And I think they will never really change because this is just how biologically it works with us, okay? And um, so this is why a lot of men, you know, we, we always expect from ourselves, okay, I need to provide something, you know, I need to, I need to, pro I need to bring value to the table, right? right. And mm. so, so uh, I, I was at a dating event once. We had like this panel with, uh, there was a dating event actually for women and they invited men. And so the women got to oh. That's interesting. And, okay. Yeah, it was it was quite interesting. Uh, it was an interesting <laughs> and there was this one woman who asked that question, like, why? You know, what do I do with these men who, um, you know, can't deal with me because I'm, you know, I'm a strong businesswoman. You know, I know what I want. Blah blah blah. You know, these kind of things. And um, 
you know, all these men, they can't deal with it. They, they are insecure. They, they feel threatened by it. And, you know, um, one of the coaches who was invited, he said it, you know, when, yeah. when you, on the date, you know, when you sit on the table, like some men, they worry, what do I bring to the table, right? And so they feel threatened that they don't have anything to provide because if you as a woman have so much social status and you have enough money, what is it that I can offer, right? So a lot mm. of men, they reduce themselves solely to that part of their lives, right? Only financially, basically. You know, what do I provide financially in terms of success, right? And so I think that's where that comes from with men. So you're saying that men do totally get turned off by strong women. Is that I it? Wouldn't say, no, it, not, not turned off. They get insecure. They get insecure. And in that insecurity, they don't pursue. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, you know. If, Do you if, think women uh, should turn, like, turn down the volume a bit? Like, <laughs> with their um, strong personalities and all? Not necessarily. Um, I mean, like, if, if the woman, I, I, like, really likes the guy and then the guy <laughs> thinks that, oh, she's too much, like, she's a strong woman, blah, 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 and then he gets insecure. No, I mean, not not really. So, so I'll I'll give you an example. So, about right before COVID, I was dating yeah. this girl, and she told me that she never she had that problem. So, dated this girl, we got along very well, and she told me that, um, yeah, she doesn't really date any guys. She used to not date many guys because she told me that all of these guys are intimidated by her. Okay, right. And um, so you know, she had a pretty strong personality, and so the somewhat ironic part is that um you know all of these guys get intimidated by her but me i have the opposite mindset you know like um i don't you know i, I will go for the highest woman that i can possibly go for you know don't let yourself be intimidated and so you know if a woman is has a strong personality yeah that's fine you know it's not a problem um you know in fact i actually realized that she's not the right one for me right um and then yet there's you know tons of guys out there who think that oh my god she's too too much for me you know um, <laughs> Um, not, not to say that, that she was a bad woman, but she was just, just not the right woman for me, right? So should you turn it, tune it down? I don't think so. Um, I do think that there's probably some women who um, just indulge too much in that whole feminism part, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in this empowered part. I, I think there is, you know, there's te- toxic masculinity and there's toxic femininity. Red pill, right? Red, I mean, that's, I think that's where it yeah. comes in. Yeah. But, but there, there's also toxic femininity where it's like... Um, um, I, I think some women take it too far with their empowerment. Like, right. they, you know, like they, 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 like they, they think that they're goddesses just because they're empowered. But the reality queen. is... Queen! <laughs> queen, but it's like, no, you're just a normal person who's awesome. That's it, you know? So, but, but I think that's a very rare case, though. I think that's very narcissistic women, I think. Um, it is, yeah. You know, um, but overall, I think, you know, if you are very empowered and, you know, you know what you want, you know, you know exactly what you want from partner and from your business and you know right. your lifestyle and so on um you know if a man is turned off by that then he's just not the right man for you right because why, why would you want to be Agreed. with someone like that who has such a weak mindset because the thing is that weakness is going to show up in your relationship right so yeah. that man will feel threatened and insecure by probably other men or by the success that you have and so on right and eventually that's going to show up in arguments and fights and so on right? disagreements so agree yeah so i want to wrap this up by asking you like every single guest on the show i ask them for their wicked thought and i want to go back to what you mentioned about um you know we're in the middle of a pandemic everyone's working online we work from home we're always in front of our phones and your screen mm. what are your top tips to keep being in the game despite this situation so i want to hear your wicked thoughts for that so you mean the dating game right yeah a dating game yep um sige. so um, some tips go <laughs> some tips okay so so first of all is um don't give up hope i think um it's 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 it can be quite demotivating i have to say like i mean i i'm, I'm the best example i'm stuck in germany right so mm-hmm. uh i'm it's I just don't want to date here in Germany because uh, I know I'm going to be back to the Philippines. So there's no point in dating here. Right. So mm-hmm. my only option is date uh, Filipinas. Right. So I'm, mm. I'm swiping in the Philippines right now from Germany. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, you know, it can be a bit 
frustrating for sure because you know of course you know the best tip that you can always give a man is once you start matching with a girl on tinder or bumble or whatever mm. first thing you should do is i mean yeah sure have a quick conversation but you, know, you want to get to an actual physical date asap right because that's oh. where the magic happens um right now it's kind of tough right so it's it uh, is it is it is <laughs> it's probably it's probably not recommendable not very safe probably depending on where you are maybe some oh, what if you're both vaccinated that's good right? yeah, then, then, then you can do it but um i think you should probably embrace virtual dates they're not so bad they're actually quite fun um yeah so, I've so how had, does one do how does one do that like virtual so get together I, dates yeah what i did was um i created this little game drinking game um so i prepared, prepared these questions to get to know girls and uh, then it's like uh, it's, it's like this drinking game included where you have to make like a assumptions about each other and then if the person is wrong or right about the assumption and you have to drink so it's ah, like some, you know, a little bit of a game to get to know each other and then you know you just and it's about emotional connection of course you can't have physical connection which is unfortunate you know but um that's just what it is you know uh so so you know prepare a little game it's like, true it's like a test for long distance relationships as well right yeah well not necessarily uh, i mean i'm not a big fan of long distance relationships to be quite oh, yeah. um but uh, yeah for sure i mean you could make that argument but i think it's just a good practice to you know can you actually have a good conversation with that person right so Tama. yeah um you know with some people might choose a date that's not conductive of conversations right like some mm-hmm. people the worst date idea on the planet for example movie date right it's like is you don't it? talk to the person at all it is you know i mean you don't talk to the person okay at all. noted yeah don't don't do that <laughs> don't don't do movie dates please but netflix and chill definitely right <laughs> that, that could work that could work <laughs> you know because there you can you can facilitate two other types of interaction you know <laughs> facilitate um, other types of interaction okay yeah so, so yeah um so i think that's tip number one um you know just don't give up <laughs> virtual dates are actually not that bad you have to give okay. it a shot they can be Uh-oh. quite fun um number two is you know i mean the reality of of our situation right now is you cannot you maybe cannot be physical with a woman or a man right now you can't meet up you can't hang out together or, or not that often you know it's, it's just a bit more difficult So I think the best thing that you can do is and this is probably my biggest mindset in general for dating is you know transform yourself into the person that you would want to be with right mm-hmm. so you know obviously the pandemic has been going on for so long so it's maybe too oh. late to say it for some people um maybe for some people think it's too late now but you know um spend time with yourself and and become the person that you want to become who you know the woman of your dreams or the man of your dreams will you know just once they see you they'll be like you know they'll, they'll be glowing you know sparks in their eyes and they'll just be like i need this person you know i need to be with this person right so you know focus on your habits on your achievements right so for me it was my book for example now i'm working on my course right so my coaching practice and uh my number one goal when i get back to the philippines is to start a men's self-help group right so that's like the, the one thing that i want to do right and so i'm working towards these things because i know that i cannot make women my priority right now because it just doesn't fully lead to something right so i went on a few dates i'm still talking to one girl she's quite nice so let's see where it goes but you know this is not my main priority right now because it's just but it doesn't make sense right so it yeah. makes more sense to focus on myself and just what can i still improve about myself you know um so that either it works out with this girl you know maybe she's perfect for me let's see i haven't met her in person yet right and then you know then I'll be perfect for her because I worked on myself right or there's someone else out there right so Amazing. um don't become complacent you know and and mm-hmm. i think i think really try to have a good schedule with your habits um because i noticed this quite a lot with covid um gosh like i i had moments or months where i used to be super unproductive and just very lazy and i got my covid belly <laughs> <You> <laughs> covid <know>. belly <laughs> Yeah, it's gone now but you have to um, get that off <laughs> yeah, you have to get that off um so you know it, it's it's tempting to just let go right right now oh. and mm-hmm. i think that's the, the worst thing you can do because if you let go who would want to be with you right because you want to be a challenge for your partner right you have so, to get ready 
especially when the pandemic ends and everyone's out, you have to be the best version of yourself. You have to consider right. once you're vaccinated, you're at least in the Philippines because it's not that fast yet. You're going to be basically on the high on the ladder of people to hang out ah, with. I just posted you know? about that as well. Remember, yeah. <laughs> you're going to put on your profile fully vaxxed. And yeah. then everyone's gonna swipe right on you. Like exactly. you're gonna get I mean, everyone. I, I, I just spent my best friend. He is. He lives in uh, Makati, and he just does not go out at all. Like he just like he he only goes out if he has to at all cost. So you know, there's, I think there's a lot of people like that who just you know want to avoid the risk of you know, dying. Obviously. Oh well, of course so, it makes sense. <laughs> so you know, you have an unfair advantage once you're vaccinated. I like that unfair advantage. Very startup, yeah. very business. So you can yeah. pitch it. You can use it in your pitch. <laughs> Elevator pitch. Yeah, I posted it's about that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if people understood what I meant, but yeah, that's what I meant. Like you have an unfair advantage, definitely. So yeah, Andy, it's been totally awesome talking to you, and I love the topic. I love all about it. I'm gonna chat you more if I have questions about what loving a woman and dating and loving men you know okay. everything from your book it's really awesome so yeah um, um yeah do you want to wrap up with uh where do you want people to go if they want to learn more about andy graziosi yeah, and your book my, yeah they can just go to my website andy so andy with an a n d y with a y graziosi.com mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm sure you're gonna post it somewhere in the, in the post. <laughs> yes yes so just go to my website on, on the website i have all my stuff there, like uh how to get coaching with me and i have my, my info about my book i also what else do i have there like i have some free um lead magnet to just get some dating clarity um like like, <laughs> like if you go to my website <laughs> you'll, you'll see i'm a startup guy if you scroll down i created you really the, are a startup guy <laughs> did, you, did you see the couple canvas I, I created this Not thing yet. like you know like you oh know, yeah i see that couples canvas this is so cool huh it's, it, it's like it's like the business canvas and what do you call like these all these canvases right so I created oh, one, for couples, amazing. one for dating. So <laughs> I'm a startup guy. <laughs> you are. I love this. This is a, this is an interesting tool. But I'm sure yeah, the cool. listeners are gonna check that out as well as your website. It's all on andygraziosi.com. Guys, check it out. You're gonna learn a lot from him. So thank you so much, Andy. And I enjoyed this this episode. And thank you for gracing Wicked Thoughts. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you around. Thank you. Appreciate it. That wraps up this episode from Wicked Thoughts. Thank you to our sponsors, Growly Bro, Holly App, Hire You, 13 Media, and Content Dash. And to our podcast partner, The Company. Make sure to subscribe and join the host on Patreon at patreon.com slash player. That's Patreon slash F-L-E-I-R-E for exclusive content. Tune in for more Wicked Conversations right here at Wicked Thoughts.